The Kinky Cocktail Hour is brought to you by Motor Bunny, the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator that offers fabulous creative sexual experiences. We use it and it rotates, it vibrates, and it delivers mind-blowing orgasms. Enjoy Motor Bunny as your favorite sex toy. When you order the Motor Bunny, multiple attachments are included along with the link controller, which allows wireless control from anywhere. Motor Bunny is the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator on earth. Use the link in the show notes and spice up your sex life with a Motor Bunny. You're listening to Kinky Cocktail Hour, a conversation between adults about sex-forward relationships, kinky lifestyles, and frank communication. If you're under 18, please stop listening and visit scarletteen.com. I'm Lady Petra, and my pronouns are she, hers, and we. I'm Safa Master, and my pronouns are him, his, and we. And this is Kinky Cocktail Hour. Cheers! Cheers. Okay, what are we drinking today? Well, we're going back to a drink we tried way early on, three years ago, maybe? Belvedere. And what's great about this drink is these are the old school drinks, and they're timeless, and they're so easy to make. This is just simply equal parts of bourbon, Campari, and sweet vermouth. Wow. So I use the Forrester 100 Proof Bourbon Campari, and I use the Doling Sweet Vermouth, poured it over ice, you know, stirred it 100 turns. While I let it sit, I made my lemon garnish. So I used the Y peeler and peeled the lemon off first so that I could express the oils into the glasses. So what I'll do then is strain the mixer tin into each glass in chilled coupe glasses, and then... I express the oils over, cut them into garnishes, twist them, and drop them. Perfect. It's a beautiful drink. It's really a great pre-dinner drink. It smells so lovely. See, that's balance. That's, it's like perfect balance. It's a great drink. And this, I believe, I might have made this before, but if I haven't, I will try it. I think with the Forrester Rye, it would be equally as good. The Forrester Rye gives a spiciness. So like, let's say you drink bourbon, like in the summer... And if you serve this drink in the fall, you get that spiciness with it because that's that orange and spice that's at the holiday time. It's just, it's enticing. This drink's interesting, you know, you get the alcohol sort of in the middle. Isn't you finish, it? You finish with the Campari. Yeah. 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 So you get that bitterness at the end. Yeah. Which is what makes it such which a great aperitif. Yeah. yeah, it makes you gleek. Yeah. Beautifully done. It's really good. That's a really good drink. Kinky Cocktail Hour is brought to you by Slub USA, the world's strongest, most powerful male masturbator. Visit Slub USA at slub, S-L-U-B-B dash USA dot com. Today's conversation is brought to you by WeMinder, a behavior chart app for kinky couples like us. Learn more at WeMinder.app. So this chapter is called Prince Alexi. And the chapter begins with Beauty having a dream. And she's actually dreaming about her spell. 
Yeah. So the spell was that she ran into a, wandering around the castle, she ran into an elderly woman with a spinning wheel, and she wanted to see what the spinning wheel was, and the spinning wheel put her in the spell. Yeah. And that's her dream, and it's actually like a realization of her current predicament as well, because she's locked in this castle, she can't really go right. out, she can't do anything, right? So... All of a sudden, she wakes up and she realizes she's laying in bed on the jewels and she's kind of aware of that. She starts to be aroused and so she gets up and she looks up and she sees the prince by the fireplace. And he seems deep in thought. Seems deep in thought, you know, and she sort of starts to awaken and he sort of grabs her and says, look, I'm going to teach you everything about the castle now. You're going to learn everything there is to learn. Mm -hmm. So he calls for his page and the page comes and these are the tall muscled boys that can hold people up by their ankles people yeah and he tells them to go get prince alexi so we learn that prince alexi has been taken from the queen has been impaled somewhere securely yeah painfully was the intention yeah and so he takes a while to get him there but the thing that happens is when he arrives he's exactly the same he looks a little disheveled but he still got an erection. Yeah, but it took time. And that the prince was all animated about the time it took. Like, you should have been ready. The whole for, time. The whole time, yeah. So you get the implication that these young men are supposed to walk around with their erect penises <laughs> forever. Yeah. For endlessly. This is definitely a female fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a little... <laughs> it's so great, though. <laughs> There's a little unreality to it. Yeah, so he's there and he makes the point that he's going to be putting the prince through his paces and and beauty needs to pay attention to see why this is the queen's favorite slave. Right. His obedience. His obedience, yeah. His submission, basically. And, you know, beauty is aware of him and she's still sort of infatuated with him. She's very turned on by him. She's very turned on. But, you know, the prince is kind of a cruel fuck. And he's, he's like sadist. He's he's like a terrible sadist, yeah. yeah. And he beats on this kid and he we established that the child is nineteen. Yeah. And that he's been in her employ for two years. Yeah. He's been learning how to have an erect penis round the clock for two years. <laughs> and um he sends him to get a after beating him like aggressively. She, he sends him to get this... Before she does that, actually, he sends her to get this ring out of the... Chest. Chest. But before that happens, he sends her over to Beauty. No, he he has the squire, Felix, run him back and forth across the floor on his hands and knees faster, 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 faster. This is after he's been beaten. And then finally gets him to get the ring out of the chest, which, which he basically has to bite down on. And it's like a leash from his mouth. Yeah. That then he gets led around the room again by the prince. Yeah, but it, it's a leash. Then, but it's but it's a ring that attaches to the prince's dick. Yeah. And so then the he tells him to put it on him. Yeah. And he does to keep his penis erect, basically. Yeah. And then he throat fucks him. Right. Yeah, he throat fucks and him. And then he shoes him over towards beauty. And I think he lifts her a little bit. And as he's kissing her or something like that or whatever... He's ass fucking the yeah, he tells, Prince Alexi whose head's in her lap. Yeah, he tells him to hug Beauty and he hugs Beauty around her waist, mm-hmm. spreads her legs so she's stable. Mm-hmm. And then he's kissing Beauty while he's fucking this dude in the ass. 
and you sort of get like there's this whole context around power that has yes, nothing to do with sexuality. Power. Yes, it's very sadistic. There's a whole bunch of stuff. We'll come back and talk about it. But then after he's done, he says, "I'm going to send you away, and you're going to have to be tied up again for the rest of the night." Something to that effect. Mm-hmm. And he goes out, and Beauty is like like dying. Like she's like, "Oh, this poor man," and, you know. She loves him already. She's and already. They basically the only reason they stopped with the paddling at the end was because they drew blood. Yeah, that that's the hard line. Drew blood. Okay. Yeah. We'll just beat you till you bleed, but then we'll stop. But anyway, they take him down into the this uh, landing on the stairs, and there's a statue of a pagan god. Pagan god with an erect penis, and they impale him on his ass. penis through his ass and tie him to the statue with a, another dildo down his throat. Yes. And that's how he's going to spend the night, and he's got to stay erect. And he's still erect. And so that's kind of the, the end of the chapter. Yeah, it's a pretty... Wow. So this is a fantasy written by a woman who's thinking about, like, hardcore kink, but this is her interpretation of it. Yeah. And she's got a very deeply sadistic streak. Yes, yeah, she does. Because the kind of beatings that she prescribes in her writing go beyond impact play this is an impact play this is just beating for the sake of beating yeah and the unreality in that is the relationship to pain that these people have Mm -hmm. he's got to find sexual arousal in pain because he's got to maintain his arousal Right. right so there's there's that sort of construct and then and then there's this sort of bisexual fantasy that she has mm-hmm. that she's writing into with the with the prince and the right. the slave. So, you know, just like with the other chapters, she sort of touches on a lot of various kinks, you know. Mm-hmm. You've got to crawl around on your hands and knees. There's the power exchange right. stuff, mm-hmm. the beatings, the impact play stuff, the humiliation, the bondage. There's like mm-hmm. there's just like she touches on a lot of little check boxes. For the chapter, but it's still, it's not a instruction manual. It's yeah. a fairy tale. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's you know. There's more sex in it. <laughs> there's a little more sex in it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Yeah. Anything else? No. Nope. That's it for today. If you're interested in kinky relationship coaching, online domination, or if you'd like to sponsor the pod to keep it going, please visit our Patreon website at Lady Petra Playground. You can reach me via email at ladypetraplayground at gmail.com. Our music is composed and performed by Roger Ferguson, who can be found at rogerfergusonmusic.com. Till next time, cheers! Cheers!